Dude, too much coffee could be as bad for you as uh, that Mountain Dew you were slamming. I don't even want to talk about the Mountain Dew days, man. Those are behind me. Mountain Dew days. When I was a younger man. Start the timer. Okie dokie. Welcome to the Location Indie Podcast, an unfiltered behind the scenes, no holds barred look at the realities of the location independent lifestyle from two guys who are living that lifestyle. I'm Travis Sherry and I am sitting here in a hotel room overlooking the University of Virginia's practice fields where people got up at 630 and started playing intramural football in 32 degree Fahrenheit weather. I don't know where they get these motivated college students from. But speaking of unfiltered, Jay, are you a bit foggy headed over there? I'm not as foggy headed as you are probably. I saw you went out for a couple micro brews last night because you're on a little road trip. I think we're going to talk about that. And um, it looked like sound like you were a little groggy. You're like, hey, I got to jump in the shower before I record this podcast. And you're out on the road, man. How's it going? Yeah. It's going really well. This is the first day of the road trip. I am. I was a little groggy, hopped in the shower, felt good. But you were telling me the other day that um, you kind of went out into the world, into the wild world of Norwegian fun. And I came back feeling not not so great that night. I thought maybe <laughs> you were going to have uh, the residual effects two days later. But I guess oh. the second day you're feeling all right. I see what you're getting at. Yes, I had my own microbrewery extravaganza the other night in Norway uh, because check it out. There was a bluegrass band playing this pretty sweet bluegrass band just formed and they were playing at a local brewery in Grunelaka, which is a pretty cool neighborhood here in Oslo. So went to the brew house. And I didn't have too many beers. I had about four beers over a period of three hours, but apparently that was enough for me and a lot of talking. So my voice was shot the next day. And uh, anyway, it was a blast. I do have a little audio from that. So maybe I'll uh, I'll have to send Splice that to our that editor in. and we can that in. share a little bit here. But uh, it was the Oslo Grass Ensemble, I believe they were. Well, a little audio from Grunelaka, the the wild area of Grunelaka. Four beers, you know what they say, four beers in Grunelaka is like eight beers anywhere else. (laughs) No, uh, four beers in Colorado is like 12 beers anywhere (laughs) else, actually. Because my buddy was like, hey, what's the altitude there? Because he was trying to get me off. I was like, uh... It's probably like sea level or, or barely above it. <laughs> oh, right. man, but well, how about well, how about you? I mean, tell me, you rolled into Virginia last night and rolled in the Charlottesville around eight p.m. Have never been, and we just figured, all right, yeah, you know, it's a pretty cool town, college town. Obviously, had never been to UVA's campus because we had never been here to Charlottesville, so we drove through campus, kind of looked around, found a cool brewery, went out had a few tasting trays of their beers because I think they had like 12 or 14 on tap. So, you know, when that happens, 
you got to taste, you know, they give you a tasting tray of four. So if you got 12 on tap or 14, whatever it was, give you a tasting tray of four. Well, one tasting tray is not going to cut it. There's still some other good beers you want to try there. So we went had another one. You know, couldn't find anywhere to eat because it was a Tuesday night, so everything was closed. So we had to come back to the hotel room and eat. I actually ate cold chicken, which is my mo. Sounds, so we we brought food right, with us actually, yeah. for the car. Uh, cold, cold chicken. Heather had a cold <laughs> piece of pizza. And that was our big night out in Charlottesville, well, this Virginia. This is an so. open-ended road trip for you. We should talk about this because people are probably wondering, why are you in Virginia? What are you doing? Well, you're taking advantage of your location independence, and you just jumped in the car, threw a bunch of stuff in there, and, and you guys kind of planned something out, but it's pretty open-ended, right? Yeah, that is exactly what the reasoning was, was taking advantage of our location independence. You know, we've been feeling, we've talked about it on the podcast before, kind of feeling stuck or... Or, you know, you're in this like um, weird kind of in-between stage where you're not really traveling. You're at home. You're restless, but you like what you're getting done at home. You know, blah, 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 which we've talked about. And I, we were feeling that way. And so we we were playing around with the idea of going to Morocco, which which had been planned. Uh, not to the point that we had booked plane tickets because that would be way too planned for <laughs> us. And we just said, you know, we still want to get some stuff done. And, and uh, you know, that's a little intimidating even for people who have traveled a lot. You know, just... All right, we're going to a new country. We're going to be there for a couple of weeks. If we're going somewhere for a couple of weeks, that generally means we're going to go somewhere for a month or two because, you know, I can't just go for two weeks. If we're over near Europe, then we'd come up to Spain, come up to see you guys in Norway. It just felt a bit intimidating for both of us. And uh, so we went back and forth facilitating between these two things or vacillating. I never know how to say that word. Facilitating, vacillating. vacillating I think it's vacillating. Think, yeah. And um, yeah, finally, we're like, all right, well, what if we just got in the car and took a road trip? How easy is that? You know, we, we're not going to plan. We're, we kind of have, you know, we want to go down the Blue Ridge Parkway. We want to go to Asheville. We want to go over to Nashville. Probably want to go to New Orleans. So we just, we're like, that would be pretty easy. So we literally didn't pack until yesterday. Um, I got a little upset because we weren't leaving as soon as I wanted. My fault. I will, I will agree uh, see, to that. We got, um, see, we got to hear some audio there. from these conversations. You know, you got to start yeah, hitting play no next kidding. time you well, and Heather are going at it with, uh, with one of these discussions. <laughs> unfiltered. That, that, unfiltered. No, no holds barred, so Travis. <laughs> <laughs> hold, on, hold on, honey. Let's just record this, please. Um, I'm sure that'd go over really well. But what happened is the, uh, is the idea that we, we hadn't even packed and we didn't even really know. We figured, all right, we'll go down to Charlottesville. Maybe that'll be our stop. But um, yeah, we didn't get on the road till 3 p.m. yesterday, but just threw some stuff in the car really quickly. Yeah, you left some camping gear at my house, so we threw in a tent and a camping pad and a few clothes. And, uh, of course, some cold chicken and some stuff we had in our fridge. We hey, didn't hey, go wait bad. a minute. I don't want you eating Cooked chicken in that chicken. tent, okay? I don't want that tent coming back smelling like chicken. <laughs> so make sure that thing's dried out if you guys use it on this trip. If we end up using it. We did talk about that when we said, you know, because we, we have like a, a Kia Sorento, like a mid-sized SUV. And we thought, you know, it's just such a pain to like actually have to even set up the tent, even though it takes maybe 10 minutes. Like If we really needed to, we'd probably just pull over, put the uh, camping pad out and sleep in the back of the car. So... Either way, that is the extent of our plans. We're going to be heading down uh, over uh, down to Asheville, over to Nashville, Memphis, maybe New Orleans. And then I've gotten a lot of extra pack of peanuts people and location. Any people telling me about Birmingham, Alabama and how great of a town that is. So we're really just trying to meet up with people and take it as it comes and um, see where it goes. So it is open ended. We're saying about two weeks, but that could turn into three and you know maybe maybe <laughs> well, four who knows if someone wants to airbnb a place in phoenixville it'll turn it'll turn in longer because then we'll have someone in our place and paying us money there, you so go. there we go and you know how the hollywood 
movies always have these trailers that hype you up like crazy. I'm wondering if... I know you guys, like you said, you were going back and forth. And then we just recorded a couple podcasts for the Zero to Travel podcast, my podcast, and the Extra Pack of Peanuts podcast, yours. We did a two-part episode. We're going to publish on both. 32, our 32, top 32 American cities and towns uh, in the United States, I should say, not America, because it's not South America. I know that's that's a whole, not Central America. It's just the, the US, US of, of A. a. And um, I think we were both getting rehyped on uh, road trips. I certainly was. And I started salivating. Now, I'm not road tripping anywhere right now because I'm in Norway. But then the next day, I guess it was, you jumped in the car and went. So it was, uh, if you want to hear our top 32 United States cities and towns check those we, out we, we say cities Hamlets but yeah cities slash that was towns, fun man we, we just yeah we had a blast recording it right i mean we just kind of went back to the good old you know list let's do a debatable list and just kind of throw it out there yeah and of course we had fun recording it because we originally were going to do 20 <laughs> and then i text you and said hey can we bump it to 24 and then it became 32 because we had so many places we want to talk about so yeah i think that did help spur us on i think the idea that we were going to go on a road trip helped spur on that podcast because it is uh, we all know uh, anyone who lives in the states and i think knows they live in a great country uh it, as far as the diversity you know you might not agree with all the politics and this and that but we're not going to get into that that's not fun stuff what's fun is the fact that it's a very diverse country with really cool stuff geographically culturally and so we can hop in the car five hours later be down here in charlottesville and in, in the south you know at leaving philadelphia and then we keep going south and then we're in appalachia and then we're down in new orleans i mean that's a pretty very crazy distinct differences and so yes i got really hyped to just say all right it's easy so it's it's not something that's going to be like intimidating to do right because at any point we could just say all right let's turn around and drive home so it's easy it's also really cool i I told heather the other day i think it's one of the best bangs for your buck that you can do as a road trip in the u.s as far as a monetarily like financially it can be really cheap to do but also, like it's it is you could hop in your car and you could go for a weekend. Anyone listening to this could literally go for a mini road trip over a weekend and just drive to a new area, city, town that they've never been to before. And so I think it's really easy and really Nothing fun. Is, I mean, it's one of the most fun things that you can do. I think the good old fashioned road trip in the States. And one of the best feelings is when you jump in the car and you just you first get out on the road, you know, like you finally got all the stuff packed. You're like... Maybe you got your coffee if it's the morning. That just the open road in front. If you if you're Jason, you've yeah, got, got like three, cups, three of cups of coffee, with triple with shots you. of espresso all the way across the board. Uh, you know, you just you get a good get some good music going. Put the window down, even if it's cold. Put the window down. Why not? And uh, and just that open open road, not knowing what's going to happen, not knowing where you're going. It is. One of the best feelings in the world in travel, I think. Yeah, it also, it's funny how when you are going through an area you already know, how quickly it changes to uh, my excitement level changes once I pass into an area that I don't know. For example, on this trip, you know, we're heading out um, the Turnpike in in Pennsylvania and we're driving through like Harrisburg, like all these areas we've been to. Then we had start heading south and we're still going through PA and I'm like, okay, boring. (laughs) You know, like even though I don't spend a lot of time out there, it's just that I'm in Mm. my home state, even though I don't know that area that well, like Chambersburg area, I've probably been through there like three times. But then, you know, you cross over the border into Maryland and then really quickly into West Virginia, then really quickly into Virginia. And I've done this drive once before, but but not really stopping much. And and so right away, I'm like, 
this is new, you know? And then we, then we take a, uh, we head east towards Charlottesville and I'm like, all right, well now I've never ever been on this stretch of road before. And so all of a sudden it gets so exciting so quickly when it's totally new, when you're breaking totally new ground. And it, it, it's funny that it can be only 30 minutes from where you've been before. But if you're breaking new ground, I always get that like big eyed wonder, like looking around thinking like, oh, my gosh, this is different than somewhere I've been before. What am I going to see? Probably not nothing, nothing super crazy, but it's just different. And it's yeah, fun. do you have a road trip drink of choice? I told you my mine's coffee in the morning, but I also have another drink that's not very good for me, but I always... I'm going to guess you like Mountain Dew or something weird like that. It used to be, I used to like Mountain Dew, but no, not anymore, really. It's, it's anything that's that electric green you probably shouldn't put in your body too often. But uh, what I do love on road trips are stopping at like a local diner or some local type of place like that and getting a milkshake, black and white milkshake. You got to have vanilla ice cream with the chocolate syrup and taking that milkshake out on the road because it's just like a, it's like a Sunday you can drink while you're driving you know <laughs> i i will never argue with milkshakes i can't claim it as my road trip drink of choice simply because i don't get them on road trips well, a lot, you but should. i may have to change you that should. now i mean i <laughs> hey i certainly will uh just i never thought of it i don't really have a road trip drink of choice it's going to be really boring but i just like drinking a lot of water and um so i I'm do re- i know <laughs> Super boring, but I do love when you're driving and you're seeing a thing and maybe you're out of water or whatever and you're getting to that gas station and I just really love the thought of walking in and going and getting like an ice cold water from the fridge and you know, pulling that door open, getting the water, cutting back in the car, having a sip and it like it it really re-energizes me if I'm tired while I'm driving. Also, same feeling happens if you're driving for a long time and you pull over to the gas station and you open the door and it's like a little chilly out. You know, if you're driving through somewhere like that, all of a sudden, maybe you didn't have the windows down. You know, you're getting a little groggy. Maybe you had the heat on if you're going through a cold area. You open that door and that chill hits you. I always think, whoa, like it kind of like wakes you up. I love that feeling when I'm starting to get a little a little tired while driving. Now, are you telling me you're buying bottled water along the way? Where's your refillable water bottle, man? I have a refillable Dude, water bottle fill that now. thing up in the gas okay. stations. You know what I'm saying? Dude, I love tap water. I'm not sure that I'm going to be filling <laughs> that thing up in the gas stations. Okay. Well, those little, those little uh, restrooms that you need the key to go around the side to. Uh, no, no, I go, I go, uh, right, I go right to the soda machine. I go right to the soda machine, you know, do the water thing there. Maybe I'll sneak a little carbonated water in there sometime. Maybe throw a lemon in. Maybe throw a lemon in, a little carbonated uh, water. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Not a bad call. I, I don't ever go to the soda machine because I never drink soda, so I forgot that they would have the little water tap Might there. accidentally splash a little lemonade in there, too, just to freshen it up. <laughs> <laughs> Accidental. Whoops, my hand slipped. It slips. No, the- you know they're eyeing you it up. It slips though. sometimes. Those attendants are eyeing it, it you slips up sometimes. Man. But uh, the other thing on road trips that I love is uh, I because I have to be I don't know why I have to be doing something all the time when I'm driving with something. I don't know. I'm, I'm always doing something. I'm like changing. Maybe it's all the coffee. I'm changing the music or I'm doing this or that. And sunflower seeds are a big staple. You know, just chewing on the sunflower hey, you, seeds, you love spitting them out. Seeds. Yeah, cruising. I, I go through um I go through peaks and valleys with sunflower seeds. Like when I think about it. I will crush like half a bag of sunflower seeds. Like now that you mention it, I'll probably get some today and I'll go through like half a bag. Thanks, Jay. You know, I'm trying no to problem. watch my calories here. I have munching on half a bag of sunflower seeds, but I, I never think about it. Like you have more um, rituals. I guess you have. 
yeah, like you, you think about it more. So you have more of these. I don't want to say vices. Oh, yeah. No, they're but, vices. Uh, you can say that. Okay, vices. <laughs> we'll say vices. You have more vices. I, I kind of just, I don't know. I don't really think about stuff. I just kind of get going. But you have, yeah, v- more vices, which isn't always a bad thing if the vo- vices are sunflower seeds and coffee. Although, dude, too much coffee could be as bad for you as uh, that Mountain Dew you were slamming. I don't even want to talk about the Mountain Dew days, man. Those are behind me. Mountain Dew days when I was a younger man. <laughs> um, but this brings up a, a point that I think is really interesting and one we've kind of danced around before on this podcast. But, you know, and, and I think we'll dance around it almost every podcast because it's something that I don't want to say we struggle with, but is is a unique aspect to the location independent life. And that is living in the real world or IRL, <laughs> right? They say like in real life. Because you brought it up, you know, you said the other day to me, you said, hey, we're going to record some podcasts and do some stuff. And you said, you know, there's this bluegrass concert coming up. And, and this guy said that I would meet there, a friend of a friend. And I just want to get out and do that. And I was all for it. I'm like, screw these podcasts we're going to record, man. Go out and, and see this bluegrass festival. Like, how many times are you going to get to go to Gl- Glickenwald or wherever you went and see bluegrass? <laughs> Grunelaka. And, uh, yeah, well, you know, that's my, my uh, Norwegian's coming yes, along. good job. Um, and and then same with me, you know, getting out and on the road and just, you know, experiencing it. And, to, and after we're done recording this podcast, we're going to go out to a coffee shop. Like Heather loves her coffee shop. So we're going to probably check out two new coffee shops in Charlottesville. And so it's just this feeling of living in the real world because I think we get so wrapped up in our in our digital world. And we did the other podcast about the digital detox, which I think is really important. But this isn't like a, we're not talking about a full on detox. We're just talking about day to day things that you can do to make yourself feel like you are actually a real human being and not a robot sitting in front of the computer. And this could go not just for location indies, but also for people with, you know, with desk jobs who are constantly in front of the computer and stuff like that. Although they might have more of a set nine to five schedule. So then they leave and they go into the real world. But this really could go for anyone right yeah i mean this certainly it might sound silly to you like oh what do you mean you know we're all in the real world all the time but you know when you are working on a laptop a lot you you do get sucked in man then you get sucked into these little mini bad bad habits sometimes there uh which of course we've talked about a lot on the show but you know what's really helped lately let's talk about like li for example and i don't want to get too mad about our community location indie over time We've just been able to have the good fortune to meet so many awesome people and bring them into the mix. So we've got like Tiffany, our community manager. We've got Lily, who's been doing all the community newsletter stuff and helping people out in the forum. And we just want to make sure like our top priority is to make sure, you know, the location new members are getting taken care of. Everybody feels like they're getting value and getting what they need. And then, you know, got your regular customer service stuff like you have with any business because we want to make sure, you know, people are happy and things are taken care of and admin things need to get done, all this stuff. So, you know, Travis and I could easily spend all of our days doing that. And fortunately, we've gotten Mike also. He's been in helping out a ton. So we've got this great team, Matt Derrick. He's doing all the tech stuff. We got this great team of people that are doing all this stuff. And it's great because we can go and we can record podcasts and take these times and, and they can go and take they are their time and everything is still getting done. And that's one of the best. Right. Feelings. Like everyone can live in the real yeah. world because no one's saying, hey, I got to spend eight hours inside the community. It's like everyone's taking pieces and and doing what they need to do and 
combined, it's a really great experience for the people and the members of Inside LI, but it's not one or two people doing it like we used to be doing the whole thing. And I, I think that's really important if you are someone who has a team and, and this will be another podcast. I think we should, I, I'm going to yep, say right now, we are thinking doing another podcast on actually making a team or, or not micromanaging. That's something that I have a very hard time doing and things like that. But if someone doesn't have a team and you know, it's just you and your job or you and the business you're building and whatnot, I, I've started to do stuff as well where I've just set hard stops and there have been days and we, we, you know, the other podcast we did where we said, screw it and just go out and do something you want to do. That's fine, too. But for the days where you're not, you know, you are going to have to get some stuff done. So at some point you have to say, all right, I got to buckle down to it. I started setting some hard stops by saying it doesn't have to be 5 p.m. But there have been days where I have said, OK, 5 p.m. I am done. I'm working towards till then and I'm done. You know, there isn't anything on my list that's super pressing that if it's not done by 5 p.m., like something's going to totally fail. And so when I get to that, I've been stopping. And I think that's really helped. And then at 5 p.m., what I've been doing, and it's not always 5 p.m., but let's use that example. I've actually been closing my laptop, keeping it in my office, like not bringing with it with me to the bedroom or downstairs or anything, like closing it and going and doing something else. That literally might be as easy, simple as walking downstairs and eating dinner or cooking dinner or grabbing my book or walking outside, going for a run, whatever it is. But it's something that is not on the laptop, like something in real life. Jay, even like doing the dishes, I've I've taken to doing that. Like I'll walk downstairs, be like, all right, there's dishes. I might throw in a podcast or, or listen to music while I'm doing it, but it's something really simple that just brings me back to, Okay, man, you you are doing normal human stuff and you need to be doing that because uh, you fall down the rabbit hole so quick. Oh, man, the hard stop is key. And it's something I'd struggle with a lot because it, if your brain's in that mode, business mode, you know, you, you can easily keep coming up with ideas and you think of one more thing you have to do. Then you got to go write it down. Then you think of like, oh, I forgot to do this or it's just it takes a while for your mind to calm, you know, and to get into a state where you can be like, all right. I'm done that part of the day. Now I can transition to this part of the day. But there's that transitional time, at least in my experience. And I love the hard fast rule, man. I'm I've been struggling with this. And I think, you know, if you're listening to this, one of the things that Travis brought up that we'll do in another podcast, but a piece of it, uh, advice that has worked for me and both Travis and I that I would share with you is if you are building something or you're running something and you haven't brought on any help yet. I would say plan on doing it as a as a general rule higher before you're ready, you know, because you're not going to be re- you never feel at least in my experience and a lot of the people that I've I've uh, spoken with about this, you never feel like there's a time where you're like, "All right, so much is coming in, now I can afford to pay it out or whatever." You know, there's always going to be like sort of this uh I don't know if I'm ready to have somebody come on even if they're just working 10 hours a week or a few hours a week or whatever it is. You never really feel like you're ready to part with that money. And so you shift your mindset and start looking at your business as this separate entity where the money can flow in and out and and you can look at ways to free up your time and you don't get so attached to the actual numbers, if that makes yeah. sense. Then you can begin hiring and outsourcing different and the beauty is, I mean, you can outsource a lot for very cheaply now, and you gotta be careful because 
you get what you pay for sometimes. But if you have little one-off right. projects like on Fiverr, you could put stuff out there. Like if you've never done it, I would say just try. So are we going to have to do this podcast? You're just going to roll with it right here. I don't here. know. I mean, yeah, I'm going on a rant, I guess. But again, that was the coffee. But I think, you know, hiring before you're ready is key. And to be totally unfiltered, I will say that Jason has done a much better job at that than I have and has helped me down that path of see not seeing it as money coming out, but seeing the return on what you're getting. And we will do a whole pot. We are going to do a whole podcast on that. I already said we are. I'm sticking to it. I'm not going to let you rant about it anymore. I, everything you're saying is gold. But let's save all the some more nuggets for the other podcast. But I, I do think, too, with the IRL, Jay... I think they're another rule. You know, if we were going to say, all right, here are the suggestions we have for anyone who's feeling this way, who, who's feeling like they're not getting out and experience the world, even, even though they're location independent, or if they're not location independent, they have a regular job and they're still feeling this like, oh my gosh, like, where is the actual real life stuff? Like the, the normal day to day stuff. It's not happening to me. One, definitely some sort of hard stop. Doesn't have to be every day. Doesn't have to be at the same time every day, but, but start doing that. And the other is not just to say screw it like we said in the other podcast, because that's important too. So that would be like rule one one B, right? Like say screw it at certain times if if you're just not being productive or if it's not working. But also take people up on things that are a little bit outside of your comfort zone or where you might feel like Eh, would it be easier just to do this? And I, I say that with with you in mind with going to that concert. Like, yes, you wanted to go. And yes, you probably thought it would be fun, but there was there was a part of you that might be saying, and correct me if I'm wrong, well, I could just stay back. Like, I, I don't really know this guy. Maybe it will be boring. I don't know. It's a little bit of effort. It might be cold here, eh, this and that. I could just stay back and just record these podcasts. But you didn't. You went out and did it. And I felt a little bit about that with the road trip, even though I was excited. I was like, well, I could just stay at home. We are going to go somewhere in May. We don't have to go do this. You know, there, there's always a piece of me that that feels a little apathetic. Yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, I had a great night, man. Like I felt like I was traveling, even though I'm in Norway and I'm living here. I had one of those nights where I just met all these random people and had random conversations and just felt like I was a tourist in my own town type of thing, you know. And maybe that also comes with being in a different country. But uh, you know, you can have those nights at home as well, and it's it's definitely necessary. And if you're listening and you're somebody who is working towards being location independent or wants to be location independent, we hope we're not scaring you too much because <laughs> this is all about being IRL, right? I mean, that's that's the goal. And I, and I say your your ROI is in IRL, you know, the amount of time you spend in IRL in real life or the amount of time you can immerse yourself in travel and doing the things you want to do. It's just there are certain stages, I think, of your business where... You ha- I mean, obviously, you have to put the time in. You know, this is why it's unfiltered. We're not. This is part of the reality. Well, we of it. present. We present the I, not scary parts, but like the kind of bad parts. We might overemphasize them only because most people already know how awesome it is. That's why a they're listening to this podcast and they're interested in location independent lifestyle because people are saying, "Here's how awesome it is. You get to travel. You get to do this. You get to do that." Most people already know that. So it's like we could paint that picture every single podcast. Be like, hey, today I'm going to a brewery at noon and it's going to be amazing, which we do sometimes. I think there's a lot of value in saying, but I was worried about doing this because of this, because I haven't been IRL. Yeah, I guess that's when we're saying unfiltered. You're right. We're focusing. Hey, listen, this show is evolving as you're listening right now. And that that is why we're focusing more on that stuff, because we want to 
paint the entire picture and, you know, how many times do you want to hear Travis slugging down IPAs at a brewery? You know what I mean? But listen, you're on a road trip. You're on a road trip. I'm on a road trip. That's the over under is set at ten and a half breweries <laughs> for a two week road trip. I'm so gonna take. I'm gonna take the. Uh, I'm gonna take the over on that. I think. All right, you're gonna take the over. Heather took the under yesterday. We only went to one last night, although we tried to go to a second and it was closed. And we might pass up on a few as we head out of town because there's like four right in Charlottesville. But we might pass up on them to get on the road and get on the Blue Ridge Mountains because you know, oh, man. really, my head's a little foggy. I would like to go and make and actually do some physical activity on a hike because we're going through the Blue Ridge Mountains. Oh, you so gotta we might, do uh, it. We might pass up the breweries to go on a hike instead, which I think is a good. Uh, health oh, conscious decision. Well, yeah, but then you go for the brewery after the hike. That's the ultimate sure. beer experience. Sure. Is my, in my opinion, you go do something outdoors, you come back, you have a hit a good brewery, man. That's There's nothing better than that. Uh, we've got a little over two minutes. You want to go inside LI a little bit? Let's go inside LI. What is happening inside our location indie community? The, the community with the same name as our podcast. Don't get confused. But this is our members-only community of people who are living... Uh, the location-dependent lifestyle or trying to do it, all helping each other out. It's awesome. So what's happening inside there this week that caught your eye, Jay? Well, I got to give props to The Architect. And that's uh, that's his moniker, The Architect. Um, Dude, he has a great moniker and a great profile <laughs> picture. <laughs> he does. This guy's killing the moniker profile And he just published his website and he did it all on his own, you know, figured out the coding and how to launch it and everything like that. So uh, I just wanted to give him some props and he had put it up in LI to get some feedback from everybody on what he could do better. And the site is the nomad architect.com if you want to check it out. So congratulations to him. And, you know, my feedback really quickly was, okay, you got your site up. That's great. There's like a bunch of stuff you can do, but focus right now on building the business. Like you need clients, you need customers. That's a whole other podcast, a whole other rant I'm not going to get into. But uh, I think websites initially can be a little overrated, especially if you have services you're trying to provide because you need to just get out and start drumming up some business. So congrats to him. And then uh, one more thing, Lily posted a job. We have a location independent uh, job board and it looks like Ramit Seti is hiring and that dude knows uh knows about uh being location dependent lifestyle first and he knows a thing or two about online business. Yeah, so I will teach you to be rich.com which is uh, still to this day the longest but probably coolest website name of the websites that we visit, right? I will teach you to be rich.com. Yeah, Very so fun. uh so that's a, a location dependent job. And, we'll, and when we come across these things, we'll just post them in the community because some people will be location dependent and still be working for somebody else. You don't have to have your own business and, and all that type of stuff. You get, If you find somebody that's willing to allow you to be location free, that's awesome too. Yeah, big ups to the architect for uh, for getting his website up. That's one of the things we'll be focusing on over the next coming months is a lot of new people came into LI in, in February 2016. A lot of people asking, hey, what should I do? How can I get my website up? We're going to be talking a lot about getting people started that way and then what they should do once the website's up because it's not over once it's up. Give yourself a round of, uh, round of applause. Pat yourself on the back. But all is not done. Once it's up. So I think we're out of time. We are out of time. Out of All time. is done here. All is done here. Big congrats, architect. And um, yeah, cool stuff. Jay, I am ready to get back on the road. It is a bright, shiny day out there in Charlottesville, but a little deceiving because it's super sunny coming in the window here. 
but it's 34 degrees Fahrenheit outside right now. So I'm hoping it warms up just a touch for our hike. Oh, man. Well, I suggest getting some sunflower seeds, stocking up on some milkshakes, and uh, enjoying your next stretch of the road trip. And don't forget, if you want to check out our community, Location Indie, check it out. LocationIndieIndie.com. You can sign up there. We have a couple of PDFs. And you can actually get them right to your phone if you want to opt into the email list right from your smartphone. Because a lot of times, I know when I'm listening to podcasts, I, I know Travis is saying, look, he's doing the dishes. You know, how are you going to... How are you going to get online when you're doing the dishes? So. I remember, I'm, not, I'm trying not to go to my computer when I'm listening to a podcast. <laughs> right. So you can opt in right from your phone. All you have to do is text, right, Jay? Text location indie, I-N-D-I-E, all one word, no spaces, location indie, to the number 33444. Again, you're going to get our top 14 amazing travel resources that have saved us thousands of dollars over the years on travel, uh, our favorite resources, and some of our digital nomad resources as well, the stuff that we use to run our business. And then we keep giving you a bunch of stuff there each week, so you can check it Chock out. Chock full of free goods. Learn more about it, and uh, we'd love to welcome you into the community there. And um, that's about it. That's, we're all, we're all that's set, man. It. To the road! To the road, my friend. Have a good time. Tell Heather I said hi and safe travels. Thanks for listening, everyone. Cheers. Peace.